everybody, welcome to Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall with some Tuesday morning market commentary. I am happy to be joined by Peter Spina with goldseek.com. Peter, you know, you and I have been on the phone talking with another for about 20 minutes now almost uh, about everything taking place. I mean, uh, you might be one of the smarter people, uh, foreign national, actually former Coloradan as I live in Colorado and you are now living overseas in Europe. Um, You know, there's a lot happening here in the U.S. And before we kind of get into some of the uh, market moves here today and commentary, I just want to get your thoughts on kind of what you are witnessing there in Europe of uh, recent social events happening here in the United States. Hi, Trevor. Yeah, it's great to be back and talk to you at this, you know, another interesting time in 2020. It just doesn't stop. It started off with... Yeah, the Middle East, and then we got into COVID, and just as we're starting to come out of that, this is uh, a lot. Of, this is starting to kind of blow up here socially and culturally. But over here um, in in Czech, yeah, I've been uh, living here for some time um, before that in Canada, and then from Colorado. But uh, I understand the situation in the United States. Uh, there's a lot of cultural, economic. Uh, a lot of divides, a lot of issues boiling underneath, and it's been going on for some time, and it's uh, popping up and uh, kind of revealed right now. COVID kind of reveals a lot of different issues, financial, economic, and and these issues as well. Um, it's, uh, what happened uh, that sparked this is no- nothing new, the racial problems in America, um, and, you know, looking from Europe at it, it looks it looks bad. So it's hard to know for sure, you know, not being there if it's a bit of, uh, you know, what, what, how much media is f- uh, feeding into all this and how much of this is organic and people are just kind of sick of things and are it's just blowing up from a lot of different, you know, angles. Uh, so it, it it's nothing new at the same time. You know, the media doesn't give a lot of coverage to what's been happening, say, in France for the last over a year now. Um, until COVID hit, they had something like a year plus of these protests in France. Uh, and then we also saw issues in Chile and Lebanon and other, you know, uh, uh, social upheavals in different parts of the world. So uh, what's happening in the United States is, isn't all that unique, but there's other, you know, dimensions to it. Um, and, you know, its own unique problems um, within the society there. So... Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's kind of the view here, and I think people are pretty concerned, and people are watching it very actively. You know, it's it's interesting because as often as we kind of think we live in a vacuum here in the states, I mean, there's other protests happening around the world. Hong Kong is obviously uh, a hot spot for uh, political protests right now. I've seen photos and video out of Brazil actually as well, and so you know we are not. Um, this is not just a, a U.S. Uh, only type of scenario. I think the the economic havoc uh, havoc that was raised by COVID in the last two months has uh, had its toll on majority of the global population and, and developed countries, and it's having it. Like I said, it's having its toll, and it's uh, you know it took one event that uh, was a generational problem that really I think people just really had enough. So. They have, yeah. They they have in their uh, – the timing of it is, uh, you know, interesting here before elections, and it, it's going to play a big part into it. So another five more months of of watching this unfold, and now we've got another, you know, uh, angle to watch here um, when it comes to how November is going to play out and 
where the political powers and, and things shift. And things can happen very quickly politically everywhere, all around the world, they, shifting back and forth. And uh, they have a lot of implications. You know, in the last years, look what's happened now, uh, our, our issues with China, um, Hong Kong, as you said, that those protests have significant I- impacts um, globally and how the United States is viewing and dealing with China. Uh, this is going to lead to additional trade war issues, and I, I think it will probably, uh, you know, be more aggressive if Trump is back in power. But even if the Democrats get into power, you know, these issues gonna, are going to keep going on. So there, there's a lot of things happening, and it's it's kind of hard to uh, know what to give your attention to first right now. So um, the uneasiness is being felt. I'm being reflected in different ways. Um, obviously, the general market's hitting, you know, re- going back to record highs in tech stocks, and the ge- general equity is recovering significantly. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really reflect uh, the other issues. But I think a lot of what people don't understand is uh, the debasement of the currency, the dollar is being done at such an aggressive rate right now through all these different programs that as we see the gold price reaching near record highs, we're really seeing the um, devaluation of the U.S. dollar through all these uh, different monetary and economic programs. Well, I'm, I'm glad you did mention that because the dollar has been selling off for, I believe it's six days straight now. Um, let, let's table that conversation with the dollar uh, and do run down through some of these numbers that we're seeing here intraday. Uh, gold's having a hard time deciding where it wants to do. Basically flat. It is down a little bit right now. August futures basis about 1748. We are seeing a pretty healthy correction in silver right now, but obviously that's been an overbought territory, uh, according to the RSI for almost a week or so now. So we are seeing that down to about $18.52 an ounce. Um, but I think all around here, for people like you and I, Peter, who are really into speculating with uh, miners as well, we're seeing a pretty broad sell-off uh, throughout the boards here. I mean, the GD, let's see, the GDXJ, excuse me, the GDX is down um, over just over 2% to $34.62. GDXJ down about 2%, uh, just below $47. So let's talk about this movement in, in gold miners, Peter. Is this a... Is this a healthy move for us? Well, we're at a sensitive price area on silver, that's for sure. As you said, it got into overbought territory short term. But uh, the technicals are kind of hard to read after such a wild you know, ride that we've had in the last several weeks, going from almost uh, reaching down towards $11, $10 an ounce, my gosh, and, and several weeks ago. And now running right back up to 19, which we've hit several times, uh, try, try to challenge and break through. So this last attempt, uh, you know, makes traders in the short term feel uneasy. So if it hasn't broken out as it has in the last uh, um, couple days, we're starting to see people kind of pull back on some short term positions and then they'll try here again. Um, so the miners are very sensitive to that, of course, um, un- unsure which direction it goes, because once you break some key levels on silver at 19 um, and gold as well, breaking, say, past the $1,800 level, you're just going to see the miners and exploration, everything start flying again. But at the same time, if you get a pullback here, we've had some big gains. So there's a potential for some consolidation. You know, my advice is... Uh, be careful uh, with the short term. These moves are very volatile. It's easy to, you know, uh, get really greedy one day and then get very fearful the next one. So you gotta, um, you know, look at more of a mid to long term horizon and see that 
things are building up in a very, very good way for the sector. Uh, the general equity um, funds, Wall Street guys, they're looking at gold and silver miners. Uh, they'll look at silver miners a lot more now if uh, you see the price break out. And with the silver sector, you have the upside that there aren't that many companies to pick from. So, you know, the valuations can get overblown in the short term. So you might see some some of these companies really, really get going when it does take off. But uh, in this uh, short term, yeah, the pullback at uh, silver could go back into the 17s. It could have some uh, basing out there and then make another attempt. But we could see later this week the thing break past 19 and shoot up to the next target which is about 21 past then 25 dollars comes into play technically and it's kind of a for silver it's a good timing you have industrial demand coming picking back up as global economies that have been shut uh you know several weeks or more shutdowns um manufacturing is getting going demand is is kicking back in mine supplies were constrained as well and now you got investment demand hitting the market so there's a lot of good things here that could take silver past this point and then you get momentum buyers which really start to shoot the price up um and then on gold that's just marching higher if you just pull back the weekly charts and go back for uh several i mean months more back into last year 2018 when we hit the uh 1150 or so lows and to now we're almost at uh, all-time highs uh since it peak in the market several years ago, which was just another $100, $150 we're from now. So gold is uh, marching up. It kind of swings here $1,500 and over the course of a month, but it's trending higher. And I think $1,650, $1,700, low $1,700. There's a lot of support. So it's building energy, it's basing, um, building a base here, and it's going to keep trying to push higher. So my kind of attitude is from the midterm perspective, you just uh, – buy pullbacks in the mining sector when there are opportunities and in the short term or midterm rallies when they kind of overheat see take some off if you want to try to trade it but um, I'm still more interested in, in keeping more of a core position and not trying to sell out too early because uh, the, the potential for the gold and silver price to really really take off uh, is is there so I think you know there's two thousand plus dollar gold this year coming, and you got silver and twenty five dollars an ounce. Uh, boy, there's going to be some mining companies and juniors that really start to take off because there's uh, you know with silver eighteen twenty dollars is a pretty sensitive price point for a lot of the exploration projects and mining company the mines themselves. All right, uh, so let's let's look at the ultimate picture here, Peter. We did mention the dollar. I mean, it's on its uh, sixth straight day of downtrend trading. The DXY is ju- is below ninety eight ninety seven point six two as we speak right now. Uh, so a little bit of um, sell off there. The markets, the overall markets here in the U.S., I mean, it's kind of a head-scratcher, and we've been saying that for God knows how long anymore. Uh, But you would think with a falling dollar um, and civil unrest and economic devastation and 25% unemployment in the U.S., of course the markets are green. Barely, but they're green, and the volatility index is still below 30. I mean, this is just absolutely insane. Insanity. It's surreal. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense because the markets aren't really functioning normally. We have such manipulation and and games being played. Um, when you see the futures <clears throat> getting pumped up overnight, when the markets are turned off and they p- pump up the futures before the markets open, that game's going on. And 
they're buying ETFs, the Fed, and they're playing, you know, they're pumping the system with, with cheap credit, tons of money, and, uh, you know, people are chasing it uh, and it's feeding on its own. But, you know, the fear, the extreme fear that we saw is now turning to more and more extreme greed. And I don't think uh, it's going to last that much longer. So I wouldn't be surprised uh, this uh, rally is kind of nearing the last weeks of it and there's going to be a, a correction coming. But I, I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't really be making too big of a bet, though, because, uh, you know, they have every interest to keep the markets up and put pumping it with liquidity and uh, making sure that doesn't start unraveling again, because uh, with the social upheaval, the last thing they need is the stock market and getting the upper middle class is angry again and upset. They already have to deal with uh, all other disadvantages as people that are, uh, you know, trying to survive in, in this economy. So uh, 40 million people unemployed, boy, um, it's, 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 it's almost, it's unbelievable that the markets are, are doing what they're doing. But uh, again, it's not really a true market. So. Okay. Well, before I, before I leave you, Peter, I do have to ask you about copper. We kind of talked about, talked about it a little bit uh, before we started recording but uh, copper traded up to $2.50 a pound this morning uh, it's now at 249 uh it's in a nice trend line a uh, healthy trend line upwards uh are we seeing a little bit of more um industrial type metals getting uh more appreciated and obviously even some of the copper miners and explorers I've put my money into they're seeing nice gains lately what are your thoughts here I think so. I, I think the economies are starting to kick back on. You see Europe coming back online. Asia is taking a bit longer. Um, and then the U.S. is opening back up in America. So you're starting to see global economies open back up. And at the same time, like you see in silver uh, or gold, the, those mines were shut down. Um, so there was a sudden drop in industrial demand and then the mine supply also dropped very quickly so now the return is happening you have uh this big demand and mines are slowly you know they're they're coming back on now but uh you know you have those d different dynamics and uh, the price is recovering because uh yeah it was severely beaten down and with the devaluation of the currencies it's uh i think it's going to get revalued higher just because the dollar is losing its value or the euro is losing its value so uh, you'll see the reflection of uh, the debasement of these currencies and commodities as well, which have been just absolutely beaten down to you know rec near record or just historic lows over the last decade. So um, I, I, I like industrial metals uh, on a longer term perspective. I'm just worried if uh, the economy, you know, going forward for the next year or two, there's a 10, 20 percent loss of GDP. There's going to be lower um, demand coming for a while. So they might be battling that issue. So for me, monetary metals are more interesting. Um, and then if you like some of the industrial side play, then silver's got that as well. Um, but uh, uh, I think they're going to continue to print tons and tons of new currency units, whether it's euro, yen, one, dollars and so on. And gold is going to reflect that, and so will silver, and so will commodities. But monetary metals will really reflect a true value and debasement of the dollar. Okay. Oh, thanks, Peter. Hey, uh, before, uh, real quick, you have a little a bit of an update from your website, correct? Sure, yeah. That's uh, silverseek.com. We got the new site launched a few weeks ago, so we've got a whole new platform 
It's got a great mobile uh, uh, design, so we are adding the last few features and getting it ready to uh, provide Silver investors with you know, all the latest information here. So the timing is great. Uh, it's it's uh, 17 years old um, this year, and Goal Seek's turning 25 in August. So we'll be um, getting the new GoalSeek.com site as well live in the coming several weeks. So uh, we've been spending a lot of the last several months redeveloping the sites and getting them ready for this new uh, up upturn in the precious metals market. So we're pretty excited to have that done and and to have it live. So. Uh, Yes, silverseek.com, goldseek.com. Great. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate your time. And uh, take care of yourself over there, and uh, we'll talk to you again here in the future. Thank you, Trevor. Likewise. Talk to you soon.